you know, our children are, um, you know, our whole creations, they, they don't give up, they don't quit. So if they're not, we can't either, you know. Hello, everybody. My name is Ryan Odman, and this is my friend, Rochelle. Hey, good morning. <laughs> morning, Rochelle. So Rochelle is all the way out in Beaumont, California. I'm here in Chino Hills, California, and we're here to do another Whole Creations podcast. So we're really thankful to be here with you all. Anybody that's hearing this, anybody who's watching this, whether you're on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you are hearing this podcast, I hope that it is very insightful and impactful to your life. So with all that being said, I have some questions for Miss Rochelle. <laughs> Rochelle, what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm an occupational therapist and I work with um, kids with special needs um, in the um, school district here in Beaumont. So in high school, middle school and elementary school. And I love um, supporting kids and being successful in the occupation of school and whatever they need and kind of like cracking the code on like what support they might need so they can be super successful and, and kind of helping people to understand and be compassionate and loving towards them. So, yes, yes. You know, um, when I was working with my student yesterday, what I've learned is when I was with him in the OT room, he always loves to work out and just seeing how once upon a time he may have not been able to do things. And now he's doing things that defy the odds of what he um, could have, couldn't have done years ago. It really just gets your heart going in the, in the right direction because it's like, yeah, this is, this is what it's about. It's about defying the odds of what um, a diagnosis may say that you can or can't do and just showing that they can overcome all things. And so this is yeah. a beautiful field to work in. It's not easy, but it's always worth it when you look at the progress they've made and the bigger picture of their future. Mm -hmm. so looking in the past, but looking towards the future. So, mm -hmm. so um, can you share more about what an occupational therapist does? Over. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. It's so funny because the name sounds so like, what? You're looking for jobs for people? <laughs> it's like, no. Um, so basically anything that you do in life is your occupation and school is an occupation. You know, I always tell my kids, I'm like, you're going to your work while I go to my work. Um, so I'm just supporting looking at, you know, if they have sensitivities to like sound or light, what kind of modifications can I do? If that, if there's some noise that's just driving them crazy and they can't focus, then let's see if we can, you know, adapt that. Um, looking at, um, you know, a lot of times, most of us humans don't do well just sitting for long periods of time. So a lot of times I'm coming into classrooms and getting um, more hands-on movement. So if you can learn while you're like doing something, it's a lot easier to remember. Um, so encouraging teachers to like help the kids to be at their optimum learning level and innovating the classroom so that it's, it's, a better place to learn for them. Because if, if a kid is tuned out, 
no matter what you do, you're not going to be able to learn, but if you can get them back engaged and doing some movement, some activities, hands-on. So that is always my goal is like, how can I create a space where kids can learn and be successful? And if there's something that's really blocking them, what is that? And how can I like come up with technology or adaptations or different seating, um, and modify things so that they can learn. Because I think that sometimes it just takes all of our brains coming together and being like, okay, how can we support? So that's really my goal is just, there's so much technology and there's so many resources, but sometimes you need someone that knows about them to kind of like bring them to the kids. So I feel like that's kind of been my role in the school district. So it's fun. That's amazing. I I love talking about stuff like this because it just gets me amped up, like where you're trying to figure out what's best for the student, what's best for the student to help him or her to stay regulated, meaning um, ground level, grounded. Um, To those that don't work in special needs um, fields or know anything about people with special needs, the Mm -hmm. thing that happens is sometimes, not all of them, but a lot of times they can get very stimulated. Mm -hmm. Um, Stimulated means like their brain is like going at a fast, fast capacity where they're very hyper equivalent Mm -hmm. to being very hyper where they can't focus. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's ADHD and sometimes it's not. Mm -hmm. Um, So one thing that- It's like being on caffeine. (laughs) You're like- (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Learning to be still, even for me, Mm -hmm. it's like, whoo, where do, where, how do I- ground myself and so Mm -hmm. um you're trying to find with your student with your client whether Mm -hmm. you work in in home or in the school yeah trying to find ways on how your student can be yeah the right word is grounded or regulated so Mm -hmm. example that came to my mind a student that i know he sits at his desk and he pulls on a little like rubber piece on his desk yeah um I'm not sure what the rubber piece is called, but it's giving him just some type of mm-hmm. movement while he's at his desk. Mm-hmm. And so we encourage him as he's like getting like all, all over the place where yeah. reinforcing, meaning we're telling him, we're encouraging him to pull on this rubber piece. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And it's just curious, you know, it's hard to understand why that helps, but it does, you know, like, for example, like I have this like little necklace and I'm sitting here fidgeting with it. And when you were saying that, I'm like, Oh my goodness, I'm doing that too. You know? And sometimes it's just very interesting. If your body is moving, you can focus your brain. Um, and some things that I've done that it's really fun is like, for example, like the balance board, you know, how you can on that and you have to tighten up your core. Um, sometimes it can be kind of magical because kids that are having a hard time sitting and focusing on reading, they can't focus, but then I'll put them on a balance board and they tighten up their core. And then all of a sudden their brain is able to focus mm. something about being able to control and quiet your body down. Um, so that your brain can work. And sometimes it works really well for people. And sometimes you need some support. Um, so, you know, some kids will be like really busy and I'll put this like weighted blanket on them and they just feel that like, okay. Or doing like deep breathing or like quieting, um, sounds or different things. And I've noticed that even with myself, I'll put on some music and I'm like, Oh, I could just work for a long time now. I don't know what it is. It's like, Oh, it's that music, but we don't always tap into that. 
And so trying to help kids to develop these positive coping skills of like, you know, a lot of us adults have our little routines that we do in the morning. We get up in the morning and we're like, let me get my coffee. Let me go for a walk. Let me like, I love to have worship, you know, and then, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to be present with you. But a lot of times kids, they get up in the morning and it's like, they're tired and their whole family's crazy. Get out the door, get out the door. Here's some food, run, 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 catch the bus. You know, it's just like, ah, and they get in the classroom. They're just like, ah, <laughs> I had a crazy morning. I can't focus. And so if they can like develop, like, first of all, notice like, okay, I'm dysregulated. I had a stressful morning. I need a moment to pull myself together, to calm down, whatever that might be. If it's drawing, breathing, listening to music, you know, talking to someone, going for a walk. Okay. Now I let me do that. And now I can sit down and do some math. (laughs) But sometimes it's like all the noise and all the chaos of all the demands is is just overwhelming. And then we're like, why is this kid throwing a fit? (laughs) It's like, well, they don't know how to tell you what's going on with them. But what's really going on is they're just they're at their wits end and they need a break. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, A lot. A lot came to my mind as you're sharing all this, because it's like, whoa. So it's not so much even special needs thing it could be all of us the whole human human checking in with ourselves. what's going on what am i feeling yeah Yeah. wow Mm, man so um that's wow man i I, now i want to share this so rochelle and i were a part of a organization called foundations and the thing about foundations is it teaches you to embrace what you're feeling and to not just to, um, what do you call it? Oppress it, like put it, like put it away, mm-hmm. but to bring out to the light. So in the same way, we're going to bring it back to occupational therapy. Mm-hmm. Instead of like pushing away what the student may be going through in their mind or whatever, mm-hmm. we're helping them to work it out, whether it could be occupational therapy or even talking with them, simply talking with them, or if they can't talk per se, um, mm-hmm. helping them to point to what hurts. So we're finding ways how to communicate, communicate with each other. So whether you're at a workshop, whether you're at, um, at school, you're trying to find ways on how to cope with maybe something that you are struggling with. And so the beautiful thing about life in general is that we're learning how to communicate with these kids and the way how we're doing that is through occupational therapy. I am hyper right now as I'm telling you all this. (laughs) Yeah, I think that there's something that's so beautiful about being like, Hey, this is what's going on with me. And it's okay. Mm. I think so many times we're like, this is what's going on with me and it's not okay. And I think that for a lot of times with kids with special needs, things will be going on with them and they feel like they're bad because of it. Um, you know, like I'm bad because I feel anxious or I feel irritable or I, and I don't know how to connect what's going on with me to what, you know, it's like, they're not able to, to always put words to it. And, and that gives me like huge amount of compassion because it's like, I, you know, I, I can imagine how frustrating that is. It's like, I'm out of sorts and I'm anxious, but I don't know why or what the cause is. And sometimes it can be something so simple as there's a noise that's just really loud or a fabric that's just really irritating them. And they don't know how to like, bring that to light. So my desire is to support them and being like, okay, 
let's look at all these avenues and see what's going on with you. And then once we've identified it, then we're able to be like, okay, let's choose something different or let's pull some like coping skills to help you shift into another space. Because I think that's sometimes we just go straight into shame. Like I'm terrible because I'm upset or I'm terrible because I can't focus or I can't do this math, you know? And sometimes it's like, no, we just all need strategies and we need people that are compassionate. (laughs) You are speaking to my soul, Rochelle, because here's the thing, like growing up with autism, um, as I've been writing my autobiography autobiography book, which um, to everyone out there, it'll be out by either 2025 or anyway, whenever the Lord. That's awesome. (laughs) The thing that I realized growing up with autism and as I've been writing my autobiography, I've been realizing I've lived in my head for so long. um, When things happened, when I had like my first kiss, I realized, or when I, um, Things happen at school, meltdowns, whatever, um, people taking advantage of me. I would let all these thoughts swirl in my head or just when um, loved ones died in my family, I didn't know how to cope with it. Even though I had therapy per se, I didn't know how to to communicate it. Mm -hmm. But looking back now, it's because of the most compassionate people in my life and my past that have helped me 20 years later to learn how to deal with those um, experiences I've had in my past. Mm -hmm. And I'm so thankful it didn't make sense to me in the past, but now it does more and more today. So for everyone out there that works in the special needs um, school district, school district or um, working in home, wherever, Mm -hmm. um, or you have a special needs child, I want to encourage you that um, your heart's desire can come to pass. It's just you being right there and showing them compassion in that moment, showing them that one seed mm-hmm. that can impact the rest of their eternity. So years from, years from now, you're not, you may not see it um, in the moment, but years from now, what you sow, it will grow. Man, I'm, I'm talking to myself right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love your authenticity, Ryan, because my experience of you is being so relational and connected and so eloquent with your speech. And I think sometimes we will put labels mm-hmm. up, like, oh, you had autism. Okay. So that means you're not going to have social skills and you have beautiful social skills and you're so loving and you're so compassionate. You're such a riot to hang out with, you know, and you, you really care about other people. And so it's such a message of hope to all the parents out there that have kids. They're like, will they ever be able to have those interpersonal skills where they deeply care for people and are able to talk and able to have a job and be successful. And you are that statement to the world. And so it's really inspiring. So thank you. All the work you've done to get there. (laughs) Thank you. No. um, And I just want to give all like, because this is a faith-based YouTube channel. So I want to give all faith, um, all praise to God because mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, he's, he's healed me. And I, and I know it more and more as I embrace this truth, I, I know mm-hmm. that where I once was and where I am now, like, I know I've seen the healing power of Christ in me. So mm-hmm. I'm excited. I know there's going to be greater things in the future. We all, I mean, we all come from different backgrounds and yeah. uh, all I'm sharing is what I know I've experienced mm-hmm. and I know it to be true. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And you put forth some work, I'm sure. Well, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Boom! Like, (laughs) Hmm. okay. 
So this is something that I want to share. This is kind of going off topic, but God doesn't do things just sovereignly. Boop. He uses people. He uses people like Rochelle. He uses people like Ryan. We, and so we have a part to play. Not everything's just like God do all the work and I do nothing. No, like there's, there's a part to play. We all have a part to play. We faith works with faith. Um, your work, um, faith with works is alive. So therefore you just, you put your part in and yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to keep putting one step forward and be like, okay, <laughs> God, what can I, what can I do next? Yeah. So I love that you're doing this YouTube and, um, putting out there, you know, cause I think so many times people feel so alone. Like I'm struggling with this. Does anybody else struggle with this? So I hope. So I feel like you are bringing that hope. So thank you. Yeah. Sometimes, um, man, we're, we haven't even touched the questions yet, but I'm going to keep going. <laughs> um, sometimes working in the field of special needs, it can be discouraging because you just see a lot go on and you wonder like, is, is what I'm doing really making a difference? Um, but my roommate, he gave me um, shout shout out to Nathan. If you're listening to this, uh, my friend Nathan, he shared with this. He shared this with me, and uh, it has impacted me as I've been working in my the job I work at. And he said, "Ryan, you imagine a river flowing. Imagine a river flowing. You're a rock. Now take yourself out of like." You doubting yourself is like a rock and it's damning the water from flowing. So go with the flow of the stream of the water and just watch how everything flows together. But if you keep doubting yourself, you keep doubting those abilities, you're doubt you're damning the water from flowing with the students mm-hmm. that you work with or just life in general. You can apply that to anything in life. Mm-hmm. So, man, that's a beautiful analogy. I'm going to take it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that self-doubt and that condemnation and that critical spirit really damns the flow of like, you know, being there for others and being your best self. Yeah. So I think that when you're able to recognize that as like, okay, I just want to be in God's flow of abundance and I don't want to put rocks in it. But yeah. yeah. Good. So, tell us about how, I mean, I think you've already touched on this, but tell us about how, <clears throat> your journey of how you became an occupational therapist for people with special needs. Oh, so I've always loved um, kids. I have kids. I love kids, um, love working with kids. And um, my husband works for the school district and has really enjoyed it. And so I'm like, oh, I'm going to try it. And it's it's such a happy environment. Um, I, I, I love the laughter and the joy that kids bring. Um, you know, I had worked in the hospital for a while and, you know, I love people of all ages, um, but there's something really special about working with kids. Um, there's just this hope and this, um, possibility, um, and joy and fun. So I, I think that was kind of one thing that drew me to it. Um, also really loved, um, having more time with my kids because it gives you a, a great schedule working in the school district. Um, and I, you know, I, I just thought, Oh, I have a heart for kids. Let me try it. So <laughs> once I got in there, I've like really enjoyed it. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's so beautiful. 
share with us an impactful moment that you've had with one of your students or clients without disclosing any names or violating HIPAA. Yeah. So I was thinking about this this week. I um, was out playing um, baseball with a little boy and I think um, he, he struggles with um, strength. One of his hands doesn't work very well. And um, so we were playing baseball and I kept, we kept throwing a ball at him and he kept not hitting it. And I was like, come on, you got it, you know? And then he just got on a roll and he was just hitting one after the other, after the other. And he was laughing and I was laughing and, and I could just tell he felt like a superstar. And, um, and then I was like, okay, I want you to like, carry this ball and run with it. And his hand is really weak, but he did it. And so I was like cheering him on and he was so excited. And I was thinking, I love being a part of those like superstar moments. Um, Another moment that comes to mind is we do something called special Olympics and um, seeing the kids out there, like crossing the finish line and cheering them on and them getting their medals and feeling like, you know what, I've got some skills, like, look at my skills. Um, I just did this and seeing the joy on their face of the smiles. And, um, I, I love, um, how present a lot of times the kids are that I work with, like, they're just so in the moment. Um, we have a, a guy that I, a kid that I work with that's in a wheelchair. And so he can't run, but he was out throwing the ball and the other kids running after it and catching it. And I love to see that like interaction of him being able to play. Um, they were doing um, tag or what do you call it? When you throw the ball at people, you hit them. <laughs> yeah. Smash ball or dodgeball um dodgeball so he was able to play from his wheelchair and there was like um you know all the kids were in encouraging him and yeah throw us ah get me you know and I think it's it's those moments of joy and interaction that they get to be in the game you know when I feel like you are important and you're in the game those are like my favorite moments Yeah, I know. And those memories, they carry on. I still remember when I first got into the field, when I used to work in home, um, there's like this client I used to work with and he would always love to grab lizards or get rocked. Uh-huh. And, um, so it's just those beautiful mer- m- memories. They always carry on and they encourage you every day. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Last but not least, do you have a goal for the long-term working as an occupational therapist? Yeah. So one thing that's been kind of heavy on my heart lately is supporting parents. I feel like um, sometimes parents, me especially being a parent, you know, um, you're like, what do I do? I'm so overwhelmed, you know, and and teaching them um, that they're enough, giving them compassion, and then also giving them tools and support to, you know, just to be there with their kids. And so I've been thinking that would be really fun. Um, maybe like some support groups. Um, so anyway, just a few things I've been thinking about is, is, um, working on, on coaching, um, parents and, and kids with special needs, um, to support them and their goals and their vision. So they don't ever have to be stopped. Yeah. Be their cheerleader. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Because, um, 
<sighs> I've met parents that didn't take the time with their, their son or daughter that has special needs and they're kind of paying the consequences now as their child is older and mm-hmm. the child, that parent is very at a very old age. So it's very important to take those, to have the necessary resources, to have the right supportive people in your life today and yeah. uh, taking the initiative. Everyone has their own story. Everyone has their own story, but yeah, but um, actually not, but, and as I'm learning um, that we all have our own sto- story, what comes up for me is learning to compassion is the only way how, uh, mm-hmm. how we make great things happen. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that's all. That's, that's all for today. So once again, I'm Ryan Odman. I hope everyone has a great day wherever you are at. And thank you, Rochelle, for joining us today. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Ryan. It's been fun. Have a beautiful day. Thank you guys. Thank you all. You all are amazing. So uh, we wish you all well in your endeavors and yeah. Happy 2022. Yeah. <laughs> Bye.